0: Hi, I'm Gina Brandolino, a lecturer in the Sweetland Center for Writing in the Department of English.
1: And I'm Angie Berkeley, a lecturer in the English Department Writing Program and at the Sweetland Center for Writing. And this is Behind the Scaffolding, a podcast where we talk to writing teachers about the hows and whys of what they do in their classrooms, coming to you from the University of Michigan. So, Gina... As I was thinking about our podcast and getting very excited about it, I had an experience very much like one of the best experiences that that can happen to a teacher. When you're planning your lesson and you're immersed in the world of the lesson or the text, whatever it is you're teaching, and you come across something by accident that is just a perfect little gem in the crown that is your lesson, this happened to me. I was looking through my Facebook feed and I saw on the feed of my friend Melody Pugh, who is my former neighbor and a graduate of the English and Education program here, Melody was soliciting suggestions for poetry about walls for a collection she was thinking of curating. And someone suggested this amazing poem called Wait for it, Scaffolding! What are the chances? I know! By Seamus Heaney. So I'm going to read the poem now. Masons, when they start upon a building, are careful to test out the scaffolding. Make sure that planks won't slip at busy points. Secure all ladders. Tighten bolted joints. And yet all of this comes down when the job's done, showing off walls of sure and solid stone. So if, my dear, there sometimes seem to be old bridges breaking between you and me, never fear. We may let the scaffolds fall,
0: confident that we have built our wall. It's such a great poem. It really is. And I really like the metaphor of building, which isn't literally what we mean when we use this word scaffolding in a teaching context, but in a way it is what we literally mean. I remember the first time I heard the word scaffolding used in a teaching context, which was back in 1997 when I was a brand new doctoral student at Indiana University. I was taking the required pedagogy course that all grad student teachers had to take. And look, up to this time, I'd been a devoted student, I'd been a peer tutor, and after I got my master's degree, I'd even taught an English course of my own at my local community college. But I'd never heard this term before, scaffolding, employed in an academic context, and I'd never thought really consciously about the pedagogical work it refers to. But when my own teacher in that class, who was Christine Ferris, when she used that term and described what she meant by it, immediately I had this vision in my mind of, well, building scaffolding. My stepdad worked construction, so this was a metaphor I immediately got because of experiences I'd had watching him work or hearing him talk about work. And I cannot tell you how happy I was for this metaphor at this exact moment in my academic career. Because my years spent earning my master's degree were a time of realizing, well, first of all, what a first-generation college student was. And then after that, realizing that that I was a first-generation college student, which was a reality that often left me a little slow and at times completely clueless about things other students seemed to know automatically. But this, scaffolding, here was a thing that I knew, and I knew because of my blue-collar roots. And I think the familiarity of the image it conjured in my mind dovetailed with something else. This thing, that we use so many abstract terms and ideas in academia, so many things are not easily visualized, but the immediacy and concreteness of the metaphor, the way it is, like I said earlier, sort of literal, has always made me happy.
1: Yes, I could not agree more. And interestingly enough, the first time I heard the word scaffolding used in a teaching context, I assumed that it was one of those sort of abstract jargony terms. I first heard this term during my orientation before I started working at Sweetland in writing workshop. And it was just me and one of my friends, Karen McConnell, um, who also did her PhD in English literature here at the U of M. So neither of us had a writing studies background. So we were sitting there with Naomi Silver, our associate director at Sweetland. And we're reading over this manual of best practices for writing workshop, which is when students bring in their essays, whatever they're working on, and get one-on-one feedback. And Naomi says to us, "Okay, do you guys have any questions? And Karn goes, well, yeah, this guideline right here that talks about identifying patterns of error and teaching the correction in a scaffolded way, what does that mean, in a scaffolded way? And I'm sitting there like, well, yeah, I don't know what that means either, but I'm too chicken to ask, (laughs) and honestly, I think I skimmed over it because it just sounded sort of jargony and useless to me at the time. And now look at us, Gina. We're using it as the name for our podcast about teaching because it's not, as you're saying, actually, jargony. It's a really cool metaphor. And why we like it so much for this podcast is because it is how we decide as teachers what needs scaffolding, how we do it. And why we like it so much for this podcast is because how we decide as teachers what needs scaffolding, how we do
0: it, those are some of the biggest decisions we make as writing teachers. And that's what we want to talk about. We want to uncover what scaffolds our classes, what ideas and hopes and dreams and goals are holding us up, shaping our syllabi and supporting our students. On each episode of this podcast, we'll talk with an esteemed Writing Center guest who's got an innovative perspective on the kind of pedagogical issues we all find ourselves thinking and rethinking every time we teach. Things like, how do you encourage genuine participation? And what does genuine look like for you? What's your teaching persona all about, and how do you make grading fun?
1: Grading can be fun, Gina. We're
0: going to find out.
1: And we want to find out from the most esteemed writing teacher guests of all, lecturers who teach writing here at the University of Michigan. So we want to hear from you. If you have an idea about teaching you'd like to talk about on Behind the Scaffolding, get in touch. You are all on the front lines of teaching. You're experts. We know you have great ideas, and we want to hear from you. We can promise you
0: scintillating conversation, free food, and swag. So contact one of us. You can contact me, Gina, at gmbrand at umich.edu. That's G-M-B-R-A-N-D at umich.edu.
1: Or you can contact me, Angie, at berkeleya at umich.edu. That's B-E-R-K-L-E-Y-A at umich.edu. Hope to hear from you soon.